0: It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and welcome to the show. It is Monday, May 1st, MM1. You know how, I mean, you cannot go into May without singing. It's gonna, 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 it's gonna be May. Welcome to May. You know, normally in May, here in Los Angeles, it's a sunny, gorgeous day entering into, you know, spring, summer, well, we've got rain. We came off a 90-degree week. Hey, everyone, we came off a 90-degree week, and then we're in May, and it's raining and drizzly and cold, and it sucks. So LA Gods, bring us some Nice and warmth. You know, you can't tell because I'm wearing a sweater because it's so chilly and, and dreary out there. But I got some sun this weekend. I am obsessed with being outside in the summer. Um, and it's a problem because, of course, you know, sun damage and everything. So I, I spray all the things and I'm obsessed with the glow screen by Supergoop. I don't know if you guys are using Supergoop. It's um I should have it here. I don't, I'm not sponsored, although I would die for a partnership with them. But Supergoop is the Bomb. And it has like this um tint to it. It's a tinted moisturizer sunscreen. And it smells like there's something about smelling sunscreen, and all of a sudden you're on vacation. Like you're in, you know, Mexico on the beach at Sheena's wedding, drinking a margarita with the Toms. You guys, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for all the love over the weekend. Got tons of new subscribers on YouTube. As of this morning, I am at three, 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 three. 3,333 subscribers on YouTube. That's a big deal for just about a month on the show um, of of being on YouTube. So I'm very excited about that. Yes, Google, super goop. Of course, I have TikTok here to my left. I am talking to you guys here on YouTube. And those of you listening on Apple Podcasts got some great reviews over the weekend. So many new ratings. Thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone. Love you dearly, as you know. I want to clear up something for my my husband, Lance. And the only reason I'm doing this is because he was so offended by it. And he's the one that always says, Donna, do not look at comments. But I told him I have to look at comments because if I don't look at comments, how do I engage with you guys? How do I message back and forth? So he said, don't look at comments. And then, of course, we looked at comments because they come in. You know, I want to see. And I got a comment last night saying, the toxic masculinity – On Daily Dose of Donna. I love this show, but the toxic masculinity on today's episode, this was the episode I had with Lance, my husband, on Friday, is rampant and disgusting. Well, Lance wanted me to clear something up. Well, he didn't actually ask me to do this, so I hope he's not gonna be angry that I did it, but I think he was really offended by it because he's like, I am not toxic masculinity. Like, that is not what my thing is. He was talking on Friday, we were talking about. Um, you know Tom and Ariana, and how this happens sometimes, where the woman becomes successful and the man struggles with that. Right? We've talked about this with so many couples. And Lance said, for me, in my opinion, and not all men are like this, but for me, men, I feel like men want to be the breadwinners and they want to feel like they're supporting and you know contributing to the home. And whoo, that went right over some people's heads. So I will tell you that he is not in any way – like he supports the shit out of my work and he supports me and this business more than ever. He's always – in fact, when Lance and I met, I was the breadwinner, a 100%. <laughs> no, I really was. I was a casting director. I was casting my own shows at the time. I was doing really, really well and Lance was a – um When I met him, he was an assistant camera operator on shows like Biggest Loser and The Bachelor and like random shows like that. You don't make that much money. And he was just building his business. And now he has, you know, in addition to being a camera operator, so working on set when he is and he's union and so it's a whole different world, but also now he has his own business. But when we met and he was 29 and I was 27, he was very new in his career. Okay, whatever. We're not going to get into that. The hair flip. Yes, I'm the breadwinner. I'm not, I'm no longer the breadwinner. I would love to be the breadwinner, okay? Just putting it out there. You guys, we have so much to talk about today. So I don't know. I'm just going to, I did like a little bit of a rundown of notes. So I have a bunch of random things to say. But before I get into it, I want to remind you, today is May 1st. Tomorrow is May 2nd. (laughs) Thanks, Chris. I got a TikTok gift, a football helmet. That's for Lance. Tomorrow, May 2nd, I am hosting a free masterclass on um, Zoom. And this is for anyone that wants to start and grow their own podcast. So, if you're struggling to grow your podcast, I talk all about how I use video, talking about pop culture, et cetera, over on TikTok, over on YouTube, et cetera, and how that's really grown the show. So, tomorrow you're going to get, you're going to be able to work with me for an hour for free. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes, just sign up and jump in and you'll get the recording if you can't make it live. And I hope to see you there. And, uh, okay. So let's talk about a couple things. You guys, speaking of podcasts, I did get a comment that says you look like Candace Cameron. Yes. You guys, Candace Cameron, Dorit. And, um, what's the one from Jersey? Jackie, Jackie G from Jersey. Oh, I have a little Dorit story. So over the weekend on Friday night. I went over to my girlfriend um, Alexis's house for Shabbat dinner with all the families and a bunch of. Listen, it really wasn't like a Shabbat dinner. I love how my kids were like, "Are we gonna do the Shabbat?" I was like, "Uh, well, we're there on Shabbat." So basically, it was a bunch of drinks. It was a bunch of food. The kids, the kids were playing. The Laker game was on. Everything was good. So Alexis tells me that her son is on Jagger's. Dorit's son's baseball team. And they went to Jagger's carnival themed birthday party at Dorit's house that Dorit posted about a couple of times. She says, Dorit is lovely and like so chill and so easy and wasn't drinking at the party because she said she wanted to make sure the kids were okay and she was just really sweet. I I feel like I need to get over there. I told Alexis, I said, I could be Your son, Emmett, who's on the same team as Jagger, I said, I could be like Emmett's aunt, right? I could be Emmett's aunt and I, oh, I forgot you left something in my backpack, in my car. I have to drop it off at Emmett's baseball party at Dorit's house next time. Just going to show up and then meet my doppelganger and I'll be like, Dorit, I am the, the less wealthy and less, you know, designed and styled version of you. So hopefully we can get that going on. Um, Other than that, over the weekend, by the way, nothing. My husband and I, Lance and I, went out out on Friday night. Oh, Saturday during the day, I went to this house, this beautiful house in Beverly Hills overlooking the hills here in Los Angeles because it's my younger sister, Talia's wedding shower. I have two younger – I have one older sister, both mom and dad, same mom and dad. And then my dad remarried, and we have two younger sisters, Talia and Liana. And Talia is – starting her residency as a pediatrician and she's getting married at the, um, in like Malibu area overlooking, uh, PCH this in June, she's getting married in June. And so she had a beautiful bridal shower and we had Apparel spritz and it was so LA and gorgeous and sunny. And then Saturday night Lance and I went out with, um, we went on a date night. We went to Casita, which is like a local, really fun Mexican restaurant. Stopped over at Thai show across the street for a little drink. And then we went over to um, this place called Oy Bar. And this is funny. This place is called Oy Bar. And oy, if you're Jewish, you know oy is like oy vey. It's like a very well-known thing, right? And I asked the owner. So this place used to be a restaurant called Oyster House. And it's actually where Lance took me on one of our first dates. So when we go there, it's no longer Oyster House. It's called Oybar. They do not sell oysters. And I spoke to the chef, the head chef and the owner, and his name is Jeff. And I'm like, you must be Jewish. Oybar, yes. And turns out I've worked with him before because he was a writer on Friends, And he was a writer on shows like Reba and a bunch of other shows. And his wife is this woman, Mindy Schulteis, who's also a big writer-producer. And when I worked on Reba as a casting associate back in 2004 or 5 when I worked on Reba with Mindy. And so isn't that funny? thought it was so crazy. Like, can you imagine your first career as a writer on shows like Friends and Reba and all of that? And then your second career is owning a fun restaurant in Los Angeles. It's like, or multiple restaurants. He has another one over in Highland Park, a sandwich shop. Yes. Reba is a great show. Reba is one of those shows. No, I didn't run into Jeff Lewis. I'm still working on, I'm still working on that. Okay. I'm working on it. I'm getting closer. Just kidding. That sounds like stalkery. Um, Reba is one of those shows that, like, Joanna Garcia was on it. Steve Howey was on it. Of course, you know, um, we had a bunch of great guest stars. We had Dolly Parton. We cast Kelly Clarkson. Like, both of those women, nicest. Nicest, by the way, Dolly Parton and Kelly Clarkson were the nicest celebrities I've ever met. Dolly Parton was sitting right in front of me during the table read the table read is like what you do when you first on a multi-camera sitcom. Well, I think you do this kind of with all shows and you sit there and you read the entire thing as a script, like around the table to kind of hear the jokes. And Dolly Parton was sitting right in front of me and I just like was looking at her hair, which is just so, I think it's fake, right? Like, let's be honest. It's like so perfect and like doesn't move. Oh, she's such a dream boat. Okay. Let's get into um, a couple Bravo updates. Number one, we have a premiere date for the new Real Houses of New York reboot. So I need to know from you guys. Number one, it's July 16th and the premiere little teaser trailer, it's not even a trailer, it's three seconds, it's a teaser, came out today and it was literally like all it was was an apple, a, like a black background, a red apple and I think a hand gets the apple and then it says 716. so July 16th, the reboot. Now remember, the reboot of Real Houses in New York has a bunch of younger girls. I don't have all of their names. I know one of them was the um, CEO of of J crew for a while. Um, you know, pretty, I would say successful women as they all will be on real housewives. I don't know if all of them are actual housewives or just some are single. I'm curious. I mean, listen, I will never not watch your real housewives. No matter what it is, I will never not watch it. And I will always try. And sometimes with these shows, it just, you don't connect, right? Like there's certain, um, you know, genre, not genres, franchises of Real Housewives that I just like never really connected to. Like I never really connected to Salt Lake City the first season. I tried. I watched like three episodes. I really wanted to like it and I just didn't. And then once it was between, or like in the middle of second season, a lot of people were talking about it. So I was like, I have nothing else to do. I'll watch it. Right. And I got kind of into it, but I wasn't obsessed with it. Like I didn't die for it. There's certain Dallas was the same. Like I liked it. Did not Love it. Oh, you miss Dallas. Okay. Heather says, as long as it's not as boring as Jersey. So I did catch up mostly on Jersey. I'm pretty sure I'm caught up on Jersey while I was doing laundry over the weekend. Um, yeah. You know, it's tricky. I like watching it, but if it's a background show and I'm like, I have it on my little phone, right? I have it on my iPhone while I'm doing laundry in my kid's room. Cause I like to fold in their room on the floor. It's so weird how we have these like traditions that we do or like rituals. I sit on Oliver's floor and I fold his laundry and their laundry because it's easier to put away, maybe. And so I have my AirPods and I have my phone on the Peacock app and I'm watching Real Houses in New Jersey. And it's one of those things that I can like get up and walk away and go to, you know, another room and put things away in the drawer and it's okay. Like I don't care. I don't need to be watching it. It ain't no Vanderpump rules, if you know what I mean. A lot of people feel this way about a lot of shows on The Real Housewives. You're going to find your people. But New York was a show, other than this last season, with Ebony and and Ramona and Shabbat and all of that, the COVID episodes. Um, I've never missed an episode, and I love that show so much. So I will watch it, and maybe we'll love it, you guys. Maybe this will be the best show that Bravo really needed. And maybe it won't. So we'll have to see. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. Um, another interesting, uh, Bravo-ish update, Vanderpump Rules, Avi. You guys, a couple things. What do we really feel about this? So as you probably know, unless you're living under a rock, Ariana Maddox, uh, Lala Kent, and Lisa Vanderpump were all guests at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. They were guests of Daily Mail, which is my favorite publication. Daily Mail is like my news. Uh, literally, I go to Daily Mail the Daily Mail app multiple times a day. I love it so much. And uh, it's sensationalized news, you know, and it's kind of stupid news. I mean, they will have the real headlines, but who knows like if you're reading a biased version or not, but I love their showbiz news. And so I guess they had uh, the ladies of VPR as guests. Here's my thing. Here's my thinking. <laughs> okay. At first thought, I said, what in the world are these girls doing at the White House Correspondents' Dinner? This is so silly. They're reality stars, right? Like, they are on Vanderpump Rules. This is almost embarrassing that they're at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Then, the more I thought about it, I said, okay, well, look at the other people that are here, right? There are so many people that are just kind of randoms. It wasn't... I think we have to think it's when you hear White House Correspondents Dinner, to me, the first thing that comes to mind is like serious journalism. L.A. Times, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. But what's re- what it really is is just like let's get some clicks because it was all kinds of, you know, stupid celeb gossip and this and this and that obviously the Vanderpump, the ladies of Vanderpump are like the hottest in the world right now in terms of pop culture. Anytime I talk about Vanderpump, like my TikToks go off. I mean, obviously people are very interested in it. It takes my respect of the White House and whoever was in charge of that um, invite list like way down a notch because it feels so like falling into the trap. It's like when, um, when yes, Scandaville is trending, but it's almost like when Um, when the White House brings TikTok people to cover their events and you wonder why is this like 16 year old girl who normally is like shaking her ass on TikTok and like doing get ready with me's invited to the White House to hang out with Biden. It's like so odd. And yes, I do understand there is a level of like the politics and bringing, you know, Obama, I think was like the first president that was really big on doing all the late night shows and like the appearances and the funny things and the speeches and whatever. And this is not a political show. So this has nothing to do with politics. But there's almost like a level where it gets like, are we just trying to be popular? Are we just trying to trend or are we actually taking care of like the country? And yeah, exactly. So a lot of comments are saying it shouldn't be White House worthy. Maybe it's a, a move. Look over here while other stuff is going on, like kind of a, a distraction. Um, they've always been celebs, but it's not a White House. It's not a White House event. That's another really important thing to say. This is not like a White House official political event. It's more of like the fun side. Um, Lisa Vanderpump makes sense to me. Ariana doesn't really make sense to me although I don't mind it Lala for real doesn't make sense to me what in the world is Lala there for now she looked stunning that dress I mean she looked fire but it was a little bit confusing and I think we all kind of agree to an extent like good for them They're living their best lives. Meanwhile, James Kennedy was at a club. I think he was in New York City at the Palace, some sort of a DJ event over the weekend. And he got the entire club, like – singing out loud, you know, is time. these are the best days of our life, which by the way, every time that song comes on, like if I hear it, I want to party too. And it's so crazy. Vanderpump has like literally taken over the pop culture world. And we, we've we been talking about this now since mid or end of February. I mean, it's been non-stop and we can't get enough. And also a new trailer just popped um a little teaser of next week's episode you know how vanderpump always does this they do the, these little like trailer teasers where you see minutes of the next week's episode i feel like they did it so hardcore for last week's episode i watched the entire episode already before i watched the episode and um so they did this tre- teaser trailer It's a scene. I guess they all go camping, right? We've seen this in the trailer. It's Brock and Sheena. It's Ariana and the Toms. And it's Raquel. And they're sitting at some sort of table and they're chatting. And this is about the fact that we're going to find out in next week's episode that the night that they all went to the beach and there was a big drama and James got his thing in his eye. and um you know the toms and the lalas were all fight- everyone was fighting with everyone and satchel was with there with socks and la don was there oh by the way you guys on all the podcasts that i'm listening to everyone's saying it's so funny that she's calling him the don his name is la don i just found that out-, out too i'm not coming from a place of uh you know knowledge i'm just saying his name is la don so she's saying la don but it sounds like the don And I kind of want her to call him the Don. Anyway, that night, Raquel goes back to the Tom's house. She sleeps over. She's, well, they go in the jacuzzi. She sleeps over. We know for sure that Schwartz was not really fully there the entire night, if he was even there at all. But he's part of the alibi. And then the next day, she's late to work. And she tells Lisa. And then Ken Todd comes in and later spills the news to to Katie. And he goes, and I died, you guys. I did a TikTok about this. Because the more I listen to it, and I wish I could pull up a clip right now, but Watch, Tom San- Watch Ken Todd walk into that kitchen and stumble in and go, Zendaval Zandov- was with a jacuzzi with Raquel Zendaval. He can't say Sandoval. It's the funniest thing Tom has. I, Ken, I don't believe, has any idea who anyone is. I think he knows who they are, but he doesn't really know who they are or give a shit who slept over whose house. Because in his mind, for all he knows, Raquel and Tom Sandoval are married with children right? Let's be honest. Come on. Ken is so not, he's over it. How old is Ken Todd? I love him, but how old is Ken Todd? He's not interested in the drama, but maybe he is. Goodbye, Kyle. Maybe he is. Um, so he, uh, so, so, and anyway, in this episode, they're kind of skirting back and forth. The Toms don't know which story to tell. Did she sleep over Did she leave early? Did she stay on the couch or did she dip out? And they're going back and forth, I guess. In one scene, they tell Brock that she didn't sleep over. They tell Lisa she didn't sleep over. She stayed a little bit on the couch and then left. They can't get their story straight. What idiots. And they're sitting there at the table. And Ariana's like, so what happened when I was gone? And Raquel is like, well, you know, we went to – We went to your house and then we went to the jacuzzi and then I just slept on the couch. And Tom is like, Sandoval's in the corner like, (laughs) I mean, the worst liar you've ever seen. And the fact that Ariana can't pick up on this is so nuts to me because I, I don't know about you guys. Some people are really good liars. My husband sucks. Lance can't lie about eating the last piece of chocolate. I see right through him and I don't know if it's just, I'm really good at it or he's just a bad liar. But, um, but it's just, it's, it's absolutely insane. Like he's lying through his teeth and he even says in this clip, he even says, I mean, we're not lying. She really did dip out. We're not lying. Insane. Ariana. That was another one of my TikToks that just like exploded. Two TikToks exploded. One did Ariana really not know and the other is about producers knowing. And apparently there was a producer, James Markham, who's worked on this last season and he commented on someone, a Bravo, I think it's like a Real Housewives Bravo, I can't remember the name of the account. He made a comment saying, thank you so much for all the love we're doing, you know, we've worked so hard on this season. And someone said, there's no way you didn't know. And he says, a producer says, I did not know. We didn't know. We did have certain things that made us question, like, hmm, like dog ears, like what? But we really didn't know. We're seeing in reality what you guys are seeing. Look, did they know for real? Did they get a factual, like, account of sex or hooking up? Did they get to see it on camera or hear it on audio? I don't know. But here's what we do know. If you're a good producer… In the reality TV landscape, you absolutely can read between the lines. And if you can read between the lines, and you should be able to read between the lines if you're producing a TV show, a reality TV show, because you're trying to find story whenever you can, right? Like Andy Cohen, for example, he said that when we were talking about Love is Blind and the Long Reunion in the live reunion that went, you know, that was in the shit by the way, has Vanessa Lachey still not shown up on Instagram? Where is Vanessa Lachey? W I V L. Whipple. Okay, so, um, so uh, Andy Cohen had said that on this long, this live love is blind, it would never work like this on a real house because you need so many hours to kind of find the story. And she even said, she, uh, he even said that during the a Jersey reunion, one of the main storylines, which was the fact that Melissa's not in the wedding, that wasn't even a question on the question cards. But he saw, he heard her say something, and then all of a sudden, that turns into a huge storyline. So if you're a good producer on a reality show, you're reading between the lines. You're seeing the little side conversations. You're seeing the looks between people, and you're creating story. So I think by all intents and purposes, they're allowed to say, I didn't know because they didn't see it and film it, but they knew. Okay, we're not falling for this BS producers. Um, and the final story, well, a couple of things. You guys, I wanted to list a couple um, podcasts that I need you guys to listen to immediately. And I talked about this on my stories. The first one is a, uh, it's a Vanderpump breakdown podcast, like a Bravo Real Housewives type of breakdown. I just started listening to it. It's popular, so I'm sure some of you guys have heard of it. But it's called SUP, S-U-P, Sexy Unique Podcast. It's by Laura Marie. I believe her name is Laura Marie and Carrie something, a girl and a guy. They're so funny. And I just emailed them today because I want them to come on my show. So if you guys are listening to this, sup? Another one that I'm obsessed with, if you watch the show, and now I can't remember the name of it, the Pumps show. It was not Vanderpump. It was on um, Bravo. It was on, uh, it was with that girl Pumps. And then Jennifer Welch, who's an interior designer, it was actually three of them. And they were like Texas girlies and, you know, smoking cigarettes and drinking a lot of coffee and wine and just funny. And now I can't remember the name of their, their show. But the two of them, Pumps and Jennifer, have a podcast called I've Had It. You guys, you don't need to be a long-time listener. Just listen. It's so funny. I'm going to reach out to them because I'm obsessed. Sweet Home Oklahoma. Sweet Home Oklahoma. That's really hard to say. Sweet Home Oklahoma was the Bravo show. Thank you, Vanessa. Vanessa also says, Sandoval said that they were in the backyard making out. Don't they have a ring camera? So number one, A, maybe they do have one in the backyard. Not everyone does, right? Number two, Maybe they have this weird relationship, Ariana and Tom, where she doesn't check the ring or he could have turned off the ring camera or, you know, I think there's ways around it if you really want to. I know for real, like my husband and I are obsessive about our ring. So there's no way that like there would be motion at my front door and I wouldn't immediately see it. Um, I think that's also like something that happens when you have kids and, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, What else? Oh, yeah. Oh, and the third podcast that I'm listening to, or if you don't have notifications on, what's the point of having a ring camera without notifications, though? Is there a point? No. You got to have notifications. And then um, the third podcast that I heard about from, I've had it, and you guys, this is so not my style, but it's called High Strange. And it's by this man, Payne Lindsay who does a bunch of true crime podcasts like Up and Vanished and a bunch of different ones, but it's about UFO activity and alien activity. And yeah, guys, the way he tells the story, it's so good. I binged three episodes yesterday. Speaking of binging, I have to do this for you guys because I am all about sharing my faves and things that I think you would enjoy. If you enjoy my show, I think you would enjoy this. You have to watch Jury Duty. I mentioned it briefly last Friday with Lance, but I, we finished the entire season last night, eight episodes. It was such a quick watch. In fact, we watched the entire show yesterday because Lance hadn't seen the first two. So we started around like 5 PM. We watched a few. Then after the kids went to bed, we watched more. They're 30 minute episodes. You can get through the entire series in four hours. It's amazing. And it is so funny Okay, with James Marsden. It is so good. Pumps podcast, again, I'm getting the question. It's called I've Had It. And it's always like top charting. I've Had It with Jennifer and Pumps. Okay. Um, what up? Okay. Yes. Jerry Duty is hilarious. I'm obsessed with it. And I mentioned it in my stories yesterday. And the lead guy, Ronald, who is like, the show is a, basically not a prank on him, but he's kind of like, it's all, he's the only one that doesn't, isn't in on it you will fall in love with him. You will fall in love with him. I have never met such a, seen such a good person. And you know, you're seeing the real them because they don't know that it's all being filmed for this, you know, whatever. And I'm telling you, yes, Rebecca love pumps and jury duty. See, I know you guys, if you like me, you're going to like this stuff. Um, and I messaged and he messaged me back and he's like, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. So I asked if he wanted to be on the show and, uh, yeah, my, my 10-year-old was watching it with us. Like, we were dying of laughter. It's not very kid-appropriate in all ways. There's definitely moments that are not. And I'm going to say it here, but you'll see when you watch the show. Um, what, else, what else do I – oh, the Met Gala. The Met Gala is, I think, tonight or maybe this week. Does anyone care about the Met Gala? When I tell you I care le- less than zero, I care negative eight. I don't care what people are wearing to the Met Gala. I don't care who's at the Met Gala. I don't care how many Kardashians are at the Met Gala. I don't care. That should be my podcast name. I don't care. Not I've had it. I don't care. So listen, is that popular as someone that's into pop culture and celeb gossip to say, I don't care about the Met Gala? No, but I'm me. Right? You got to be yourself. Anyway, you guys, just a reminder about the podcast masterclass tomorrow. Um, The link is below. If you have not already, please subscribe to YouTube. Oh my God, Rebecca. Oh my God, this is my first time seeing you and we are besties forever. That is my goal, Rebecca. That is literally my goal. I, I believe that this is how these things work. When you are so clear about your obsessions and the shows you want to talk about and the celebrities you want to talk about and then those that you don't want to talk about, your people will find you and then it's going to be like instant besties. So make sure to subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna on YouTube, um, iTunes. Make sure to um, subscribe and follow on YouTube at This Is Donna Bowling on TikTok and Instagram. Please say hi to me over on Instagram DM. I message everyone back. Sometimes it takes a couple days, but I'm obsessed with connecting with you guys. My dosers, my dosers obsessed with you. And I hope you have an amazing Monday and we will talk tomorrow. Bye guys. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.